The time for talk is now. We're rolling. We're rolling. We're rolling. What episode number is this, D? 11? Wow. Barely 11? Barely 11. Yeah. Wow. We've been doing this for like 36 weeks. We're at episode 11. <laughs> We're 11. It's the schedule. It's it our, really is, the man. way our trying schedule to, is. Trying to get us all in the same place at the same time. Yeah. Noticeably wow. absent this week is going to be our right-hand man, fourth wheel, Richard Burmaster. Nah, he don't do shit. He's, uh, you know, yeah. at the bathhouse. He normally sits to my left, but I got a better guest today. Yeah, yeah. yeah you'll, you'll, you'll notice we have uh, UFC bantamweight Adrian Yanez in the house with us. Hey, I, man, how y'all guys doing? Yeah, good, Shit, man. Rich, Rich saw that I was going to be here and said, I'm dead. Yeah, he said, no thanks. He said, that's, no. that's his uh, noticeable like, favorite quote, uh, no thanks. <laughs> he said, Adrian Yanez, no thanks. We're powered wow. by Howlerhead Whiskey. Always getting that monkey spirit in us. Hey, D, uh, D, Diego yeah. isn't very heavy into his cup yet, so he probably doesn't have any sound yeah, effects for good. us this how week. How you doing over there? Hmm? Just, in the rookie stages of it, yeah. All right, rookie, rookie stages. So he's I'm not quite at down. the uh, the Howlerhead Monkey sound effect stage yet. Just feel free to grab. Oh, feel free. Oh, refill. Oh, Coke Zero down here. We, zero? we hide them because we, they don't sponsor. Yeah. Oh yeah, we no, try 100%. to hide them. Yeah, 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 no, no free advertising. Yeah, I gotta, yeah. I gotta actually, let's bleep Coke Zero. Yeah, <laughs> bleep it. Well, <laughs> real quick for the record, Diego doesn't cut shit. Okay. If you say something, you ain't supposed to say. There's nothing. Nothing gets beeped out. Nothing gets cut. There's no editing. It's like whatever you say makes it live. I'm cutting it now. I'm cutting it now. We are the the most dangerous man in podcasting. We got a lot of shit to catch up on, huh? Oh, we yeah. do, man. We got like the last three we uh, haven't done events, a, man. We uh, haven't done a podcast. We're in Edinburgh, our most recent one in Houston, and our uh, inaugural Challenger Series. I'm not, yeah. We've got, uh, we got a lot to cover, a lot to catch Did up on. Did you make it to any of those cards? Uh, mostly the ones that I've been cornering. Did you have anybody on Challenger? Card? Challenger? Which one was that one? Uh, That's the Cody Steele was the main event. Cody Steele was the main event? I think, I think, yeah. I think we had Donovan, Francisco, and Nathan. I think so. Uh, yeah. Donovan. No, that was uh, the one before. That was the one before? Yeah, that was the one at Bayou City? No, 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 no. That wasn't Bayou City. That was, uh, I've Escapade? only been to the one. Yeah, the Escapades, yeah. Escapade. Donovan? <clears throat> or Imagine yeah, Venue. Probably, they yeah, don't he, like it if you call it Escapade oh, uh, for some reason, even though it's on the building. Oh, yeah, Donovan yeah. Manuel. He yeah. fought Alton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's break Let's break these title fights down real quick. We had uh, Cruz and Terrell. Cruz and Terrell. The females. Dan- Dania Cruz and Amber Terrell was oh, a 105 man. title. Oh, man. What a yeah. banger, man. man. What do you think? I, I, dude, I, you know I'm a fan of Amber Terrell's. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's been on our earliest cards. She started her career with us. Uh, man, I was – okay, I'm, I'm not surprised by the outcome, but, I mean, it could have gone either way. Dania's a beast, but Amber showed how much her game has improved, like, right. from those early Fury days. Yeah, she's a dog, man. She goes in there and she knows exactly what she wants. She's not she's trying not to take anybody to the ground. She's trying to finish strong and make it an exciting fight. She does what it takes. Uh, if if uh, you know if it's going to go to the judges, she does what it takes to impress the judges. And that's her last amateur fight. Oh, she's she, she pro now, right? That's going to be her last. We got Mia and Alexandra Carlson. Mia looked great. Yeah, One hundred fifteen pounds. Talking about killers. Miami title. Oh, yeah. No, we were watching that from the top looking down, man. We're just – Mia we're goes just, at it. We're, going, we're just going crazy. We're going crazy on our side. Y'all had some females that used to come out of y'all's gym. What happened? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, what's it called? Cameron Madison Smotherman ran them off. <laughs> Cameron Smotherman sending ran them off. Cameron sending dick pics no, to him. No, yeah. <laughs> no, man. Mad- Madison. Madison. No, got- she's – 
Sorry, Cam. Diego doesn't beep anything. Her, her, her and it's gonna get out. Are gonna be due with the baby here pretty soon. So, so she's not fighting anytime soon. No, no, I wouldn't believe so. I think I think she's loving loving like the life that she's living right now. So makes sense. You know, she had great great potential. She had power in her hands. And I, I seen her drop a guy before, so I was like, yeah. Was it Cameron? <laughs> <laughs> I can. I would never. I will neither. He's not gonna confirm or deny, deny it, right? Yeah. Pleading the fifth. Yeah, when you we we talked about this the other night. Uh, when I was doing a podcast with Ike and them, and they brought up Kristen and Madison when they had their, they fought twice for me. Oh, Kristen Kotinik and Madison. Oh Wood. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were wars, you know. And uh, Kotinik, the cat, Kotinik. And She's anyway, correct us. Either right. one of them would have been a great fight for Mia. Oh, now that Mia's in the mix. Oh 100%. man, yeah. Now we got to be looking for that. But Mia got that dub. She's she'll be back in February. Then we had uh, Alex Rago and Hayden Briers. This one was a little bit of an upset. Would you say? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Alex was seven and three coming from Factory X, and he took the fight immediately. He did not want another amateur fight, and I told him if he took this fight, we'd give him a four fight deal when he left the cage, whether he won or lost. Nice, we'll definitely earn so, that one. Yeah, so he's going to be making his pro debut here pretty soon, probably in January for us on the next Challenger series. But uh, Hayden Breyer's missed weight going into that's that. right see it's coming back to me uh, he missed by what like a three, pound i think three, three? okay i thought it was a little closer than I think that it was three um and so rego even if he really even upset. if he would have won he would have had he to relinquish the title because he didn't make weight and rego was really upset but they ended up taking the fight and he squeezed out a decision it was close yeah. and i think it could have went either way yeah for sure uh and then we got charles guy donovan fought arlton yeah. audrey Man, Alton is just a, he's a just, beast. Yeah, he man. just doesn't stop. No, he's relentless. Trying, he, if if he grabs onto something, he's not letting it go to the very end. And I'll say like this: even just like training with Donovan, like that guy has scary type of power. Yeah, like, he has super scary power. And the fact that like like Alton just just like was able to weather that and like continuously yeah. like to keep fighting for the position. He never like yeah, there was not one spot where he was comfortable until like the the finishing sequence, man. So I was like, I was like, man, like. You're able to control a guy like that, and just like, cause I, like again, I know I've been I trained with uh, Donovan personally, so he's like still a little green, but at the same time, like he's working his way, still like finding he's seasoned his way amateur. He's, seasoned he's, yeah, amateur, yeah, yeah, seasoned amateur, and he got the power. He definitely has so much potential. So For sure, like the Alton man, that's that was just like it. The, but also, this is the points of the amateurs too, because it just gave it gives Donovan like so much stuff that he can work on too. Yeah, it's, but also it's that experience, man. But also for someone like Alton, man, like I, the way he handled like the adversity, like getting hit hard and yeah. still coming back and coming through, like I mean, kind of shows that he's ready to go pro. I think. Yeah. Well, from the opening bell, like Donovan started launching. Oh, 100%. and he connected a couple of them, and then you just saw Alton shoot. And reshoot, yeah. and reshoot, and go for the ankle, go for the leg. Finally, he got him down, and it it was like you could kind of see that it was something that Donovan hadn't experienced yeah. yet. Yeah, because once he finally got him down and got on top of him, it was like, okay, this is the end of it. Yeah, much. Arlton is he at Main Street now? Yeah, and he started out he with Drew, Drew Ratajczak, yeah, American Competitive Systems. He left right? Drew, and he, so he got went, a great base, you know, with, with Drew, and he then, went with Messina to Revolution, yeah. and then he's. He's over at Main Street. He's actually dropping to 145. I mean, the, the, the pedigree of the coaching that he's had oh, you know, yeah. throughout his amateur career. I mean, you can tell probably, why he's so good and why he's so prepared. I think he's like seven or eight fights in as an Amy already. Yeah. I so, mean, he's got to be on the cusp of you know, he, he wants to fight it. Uh, he wanted to fight for the featherweight Amy belt, and I told him I want to see you make weight at 45 first. He's a big 55er. Yeah. So he's going to make 45 on January 15th. And then if he wins, 
I'll give him a featherweight AMI title fight, and then we'll turn him pro. What is it with these guys that want to go down to weight divisions that you know are so challenging? <laughs> so, I mean, you've never yeah. dropped weight to lower than thirty-five, have you? Uh, no, no. I, I my started. I made my uh, MMA debut. Could at you imagine if you would have dropped to one twenty-five? Oh, there was even silver in there. There was there was a one there was a point in time where I could have made twenty five. Yeah, now now I'm just too big. You got a baby yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah baby. Yeah, got now, the daddy like, weight. Yeah, you just all just started <laughs> packing on. Now you know it's crazy because like my job that I was doing, like I was consistently walking, like I was doing something physically, and I kept my run because everything kept everything really high paced. So like I was walking around at times like forty two, forty three, like walking out, walking you out. Could have made twenty five. I could, point. I could have made twenty five. Back but, when he was robbing pawn shops. Yeah, right. he's always on the run, <laughs> always on the move. Uh, no, but right after, right after. Uh, honestly, once I got the contenders call, uh, and mm. once I made it full time, I just started settling in. And now like it's getting hard for me to stay underneath one sixty. Now I'm like, damn. All right. <laughs> yeah. You're growing into that body yeah. right now. Also, a lot more stakes. Time to go up to featherweight. Uh, main event, Amy fight on that Challenger Series card was Miles Banks and Robert Olivares. Miles is a big dude, man. God, man. The, uh, the heavyweight champ we got, Miles Banks. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. One, one of uh, yeah. Al Copley's guys, uh, six, War six. Training Center. Yeah, he's 6'6". Oh. Six, six Jeremy Mahone. 250. Yeah. That, that, that guy, I mean, he, he's on the fast track. Um, that was his last Amy fight. I, was, I thought we talked about that before. This was going to be his last Amy fight, so yeah. he's going pro now. February 5th in Houston. Oh, man. Pro debut. It's on. Damn. That's crazy how it can yeah. launch these cards because, like, we already have through February next year matched. Like, there's yeah. a couple TBAs here and there to fill, but the cards that, are that, That's why we've got to, you know, you got to stack those cards because a lot of the fights fall off and whatnot. Yeah, and yeah. Build them so far out for a reason. And we had Josh Guy Abondo at the first, the opening profile. Yeah, he looked good. Yeah, he looked man. Yeah. He looked really, really good. I, I I just want him to get out of his own head. I just that's 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 his that's like I just want him to get out of his own head. That's no like more one twenty five for him. I have no idea. He's getting he's getting big, but also like man, his like his job is like kind of holding him back, like because he's like if he goes down to one twenty five, everything kind of just starts like right like. He does the outwork and the output is isn't there, so I'm like, right. ah, do I want him to like? Cause he's, I feel like he's a small 35er, but also like he's too big to be at 25. Like and also like everything diminishes on 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 his end, like the work rate. Like I was like, ah, you know, I'd going rather to 25. Yeah, going to 25. Like I seen like I seen him. I I asked him what he was eating like uh, when he was trying to make 25 the last time around. I remember asking him I was like. Ramen hey, bro, like, he was like, he's like, no, I was like, like, man, I eat like, uh, he's eating like steaks with the honest. I'll eat this, I eat that. I'm like, that doesn't sound like you're eating enough, my guy. Yeah. Like, you look like you're about to pass out, like, just yeah. like from not eating enough. I mean, after that, went back up, like, man, because 35. Yeah. I mean, he's got plenty of bantam weights to train with. Oh, 100%. Yeah, he got a lot of great. Y'all's gym is mostly loaded with 35 or something. 35ers, a couple 45ers, and uh, we got Ray, and then we got a couple 70ers, but like, Ray at 55. Yeah, Ray at 55. Uh, I know he tried to make 45, but I just, I think, I think he he's can big. make, I think he can make it. It's just like, not in like two, three weeks. It I has think to be he a could, process. But I think that he could put some muscle on and be a big 55. Oh, 100%. Like, I 100%. think 55 is easy for him. Oh, for him, yeah. He looks good at 55. Yeah. He has power. It's it's stupid because man, like I like whenever I'm training with him, every once in a while, I'm like man, his punches don't look hard. But then all of a sudden, you get hit by one, and you're like, what the fuck? How, how yeah. the fuck did yeah. this happen? Brick hands. Yeah, man. yeah, for sure. 
Uh, Bondo looked good, though, at 35. Uh, then we had Tony Toro made his debut. Mm-hmm. Cameron's familiar with Toro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, they fought. Uh, that was uh, Cameron, one of his last amateur fights, right, for the title? Yeah, he knocked him out. Knocked him out. Yeah, he, he told me uh, for that fight he wanted his nickname to be the Matador. <laughs> so I went with it. Oh, no. And whenever Tony Toro heard that, he like looked across the cage and he's like, Really, man? And Cam just kind of looked at him, kind of shrugged, like, Hey, yeah. this is what it is. I'm going to show you. And man. it was on. That was, it was a great fight from what I remember. Was, was that like during the COVID time? That was soon? the yeah, first fight the first yeah. after back. COVID. Because yeah, I, I remember because I, I wasn't there for that one. I remember because okay. I wasn't there oh, for that's, that that's one. Oh, that's why you won. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. uh, 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 Kristen Kotinik was on that one too. With Madison, she fought. Uh, she fought Madison Wood. Yeah, yeah, Madison Wood. Wait, was that like? I swear, like what? that was Are a sure banger, was man. Like that was in Humble, right? Yeah, that was at the Humble Civic that was Center. Humble. Yeah, because I remember. Uh, wait, no. It was Humble. We're gonna have to get a microphone in front of Cam if we keep talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> it was no, man, I, I honestly. No, okay, never mind. Yeah, I wasn't there for that one either. I remember watching that on uh, on the Facebook live streams. Yeah, that's back before yeah. our UFC Fight Pass deal. Yeah, we're still earning our wings. See, see you know, and that's and that's what uh, that's what I kind of hated about the timing of like me getting into the UFC. I didn't have the I didn't get to fight on the Fury UFC Fight Pass. So, yeah, yeah, so that's, yeah. It sounds like. Fight- such a terrible thing. I gotta fight in <laughs> UFC now. <laughs> no, no, because I'm just no, like man. I, sure. had, I, had I feel a lot you, of great, man. I, had a lot of great I feel the same way. Me, I feel the same way. It's like man, I wish we could have had Yana's in one of these UFC Fight Pass main events. Oh, man, oh yeah, and then that one right before COVID had happened. That that would would have been a would have been a great one. That, Who were you gonna fight? I was gonna fight Ricky Tercios. That's we right. Man. In, we had we such off, a stack yeah. card in the. Texas Department of Licensing and Regulation waited until like the last possible minute. They conducted weigh-ins and everything, and then fight day. It's like two hours before. I know two hours before the doors open, they decide, oh yeah, we're 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 gonna shut it down. You know, under pressure from the city government and everything. It's like in ten years, I've never I know had to cancel hard. It's through no fault of yours, obviously, and everybody knows that now, but. God, I, I remember being really pissed off because they shut down the rodeo earlier in the week, yeah. and I messaged you. I was like, "Dude, we should offer like fifty percent off or something if you have a rodeo ticket, something to generate, you know, p- get people to come out and have a good time and not be afraid of this thing that they're trying to scare everybody with." And we we're kind of going with it, and then they shut it down like at the very last minute. They could have not conducted the weigh-ins. They could have said, "Hey, we, this might not happen," but they went ahead. And I'm, I'm sure uh, you had to pay a fee. And, and, and have all that taken care of. Anyways, I, mean, I won't, I won't dive into the politics of all that, but it, it really pissed me off whenever they made us cancel like a couple of hours before the doors were supposed to open. Like, I mean, you could have done this All of our at any expenses point pretty this. much stayed the same, yeah. Yeah. except we had to give all the ticket money back. Yeah. 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 I mean, we didn't have to, yeah. But it was but the no, but, but you're the honorable I mean. type of promoter. You're not the kind of guy that's going to say, oh, sorry, you know, I mean, we talked no to, refunds. <laughs> we talked about some promoters yeah. the other day that, like, <laughs> Ran the weigh-ins yeah. and then canceled the event the yeah, next well, day. Oh, what, were the, man, I, what were their names? What, what were their names? I, I, I can I, I got one in my head yeah. and it starts with the R that took off with the money. Yeah. <laughs> I we remember that was the Galveston. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It starts with the R. Rich Burmaster. Yeah, that no, that's why he's not here. Yeah. He's spending that money. Well, they in had Jamaica. that big dog promotions in Galveston that did that shit. Yeah. I think one time it took really? off with like. Mike yeah. Bronzulis' ticket. Oh no, Mike Bronzulis actually didn't turn his shit. He's like, I'm keeping my Yeah. Shit. Like, I remember I remember that. That's, that's one way to go about doing business. Yeah. There was a don't couple of escapade that happened that they the promoters before this was years ago that kept the money like when the really? Power Ranger was supposed to fight and oh, okay. it's like back in the old Yeah, that was probably like oh eight, oh nine, right? Yeah, that was yeah. 
before our days, really. 10, 12 years ago. Yeah. That's no, no way to do business, though. No, hell no. But that, was, <laughs> that, that was Challenger Series. Uh, up next after that, what do we have, Edinburgh? Well, we're not even done with Challenger Series. Oh, I thought you wanted to move on, man. I see you swiping <laughs> and scrolling. No, that's, how, that's how long the list is. We had 18 yeah. sounds, on It sounds car. like they're, they're coming in with a wrecking ball behind us. What's I going on at DNA Studios today? They're uh, remodeling. They're is, are are, are we catching all this background noise? Is not. any of that making air? Is this pretty not. loud? We had Hector Sines. That's that's Sam pushing in stools in the in the room behind us. Hector Sines is now four and zero at fifty. Eric didn't hear that one, or else he would have lost his shit. <laughs> he fought Jason Rivera, and then the main event was Cody Steele. Moving to two and zero. Man, yeah. Cody's a little badass, man. One fifty fiver. Actually, he's a problem. He is a problem. Yeah, he is. Like no, like I, I, I definitely like, I definitely see that guy. Like I, I like he. You said it's two or three now. Three, yeah, three two and oh. Two and oh. I man, like with his skills that he has right now, I I think three more fights that he's yeah, he's, he's off he's off he's off to the races. Max. He's off to the races. Yeah. Yeah. What Max. would you like uh th- say to these younger guys like Cody, like the best way to get to the UFC? On honest honestly at at this point is just Win your fights, con- like continuously, just to fight. Like it really doesn't. A healthy fight. It's if if you're healthy fight, especially nowadays. Like, like right now, I I I tell like I actually should he I pick was, and choose opponents. There's there's a pit there's the there's the kind of like a counterbalance to it. Like you don't want to send your guy to like a guy who's fighting ten and zero for somebody that Obviously, might work. Yeah, I don't think that Eric might do work. Something like that. that would might work, but at the same time, there's also that uh, that small is like I don't think that fight's right for right now. Right. Like there's also like man like you know what y'all are two really fucking good fighters that I don't think y'all should fight right now. I feel like you should wait till that fight means something for the both of you. Don't fight too early. We're like cuz man, look, leave like I, I even go back to myself. I fought Levi and we're both like super tough like competitors. You, I fought him early on. That's I lost no, that was my second pro fight. I lost to him. But now, what does that mean for like? What does that mean for for me or for him? It didn't really mean anything. That I fight. If, I think if you're gonna take a loss, you take it early. Yeah, I was yeah. just about to say, man, I, you were young I, enough to I, recover I, from that. Well, I, that's why I also think that's why you you have the amateur fights. That's why you take you like I like as an amateur. I don't like, I don't care who like man. Uh, Nathan Nathan came up to me and was like, "Hey, what do you think about this fight?" I was like, "Bro, dude, I, I think you're the best amateur 35er right now." I was like, "I don't, yeah, I don't care who you fight." I was like, "Just fight somebody. Like, you're yeah. good enough. I don't, I really don't care because even if if you take a loss as an amateur, it's so much easier to recoup and be like, "All right, cool, I fix this For and sure. I fix that." You go pro, you fix the holes. And as a pro, like, to if you're trying to make it long term and long, uh, long term for you, you have to almost guide yourself. But also at the same time, if you're just one of those fighters, like man, like who just takes tough fights and wants to take tough fights, sometimes your record might might reflect. I yeah. feel like for me, I, I can think of a couple of guys just off the top of my head that have that that scen- like, uh, scenario going on right now. Like I know for like I know for someone like me, like I took those losses, I fought those tough guys, and I look back at their record, I was I was their tough fight. Yeah. They only had one tough fight, and that was me. Right. And then they got shipped off to the UFC. I'm like, oh shit. But also for me, I had already like I had a counterbalance of like, you know, some some opponents dropped out. I got I got a late notice replacement, or I took a tough like a tough fight, beat that guy, and then like right after my loss, I learned from it. And I still took, I guess you could say towards my end of my regional career, I did take a law lo- I did take a couple losses, but it also helped me improve. It also helped me improve, especially at that. It helped at you those, patch the yeah, holes in your game that you might yeah, have had or whatever. Yeah, because yeah, as an amateur, I fought as many tough fighters as I could. But, you know, 
at that at that time, like nobody was saying yes, and even even partially even now you're staying busy. Yeah, trying to. Yeah. You started training what what year? Uh, year I think because uh, I start I think I started training 2009. Okay. I believe started training. Then I had my first fight in 2011. And you walked into Metro. I walked. I walked. I walked into Metro in, in 2012. So where'd you start training? Uh, I started training at Elite MMA in like the Baytown location. Okay. Yeah. So I started off with uh, Jordan Rivas, Robert Yamashita, and all those. Okay. Yeah. So I was training with them. Then yeah, they ended up switching switching gyms. And I know, like going back. Uh, your dad was a boxer. Yes. Boxer. Yeah. 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 Is he, that what got you into it? Yeah. Yeah. Because he, had, man, it's one of those things. Like every, every, every uh, Saturday, there was always like ESPN fights and all that stuff. Like we were watching mm-hmm. all the biggest pay per views and all that so, stuff. So like I, before I, HBO got out of the, the fight game. Yeah, yeah. I was. We we're watching, and at that time, I was watching mm-hmm. like Pacquiao. I was watching De La Hoya. I was watching Marquez. So like that, that to me was like like. Shit, these small guys are doing it. I knew I never was gonna be the biggest yeah. guy. Like, shoot, my the tallest person in my family on my dad's side was my well, on my mom's side was my dad. So I was like, hey, dad's five ten. Everybody else, I'm like the taller versions of all, of all my cousins. Yeah, so so. they were an inspiration to you. You knew that they could oh. make it. You could too. Yeah, yeah. That, that so, was, when, so when you walked into Elite in Baytown, did you walk in with the intention that I'm coming to train because I want to be a fighter? Uh, man, I was 15. I was fat. <laughs> I was, oh, no, I was 200, my oh, guy. Shit. I was 200. Man. I walked in. I was Talk about fat. A, lot of, a lot of steaks, man. I was, I was, I was, uh, I was like 5'3", 200 pounds <laughs> when I walked in. And then uh, I started doing the kick. They, they had kickboxing at the time. They took it out. I did the cardio kickboxing, and then they were like, well, like, we're about to get rid of this, so let's do jiu-jitsu. All right. Cam Swetherman leaning in here like Bobby Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby hey, can you, can you sing my prerogative? <laughs> D, do you have the camera on, on, uh, on Smotherman over here? Yes. We, we need a shot of that. No, he needs, he needs the – He's leaning in like right he's getting ready to sing an, uh, a 90s R&B video, man. <laughs> Just creeped in right over You know my... some Jodeci? Some baby face. So you were at Elite for what three years? Uh, yeah, for three years, and then I then I went over to uh, to Saul Metro. Yeah. And once you went to Metro, you were like, "It's time." To, Saul said, "Hey, man, you're pretty good. It's time to fight it." He said, "Let's train." And then if you, this is what you want to do. We'll no, once you I, uh, Saul so told I him, there. "Oh, you suck, man. We got a lot of work to do on your ass." <laughs> he got, he got, <laughs> he, he got. I got there like in uh, April, May, and then I was fighting in August. I just told him, I was like, yeah, once I got there, I was like, my main priorities, I just want to fight. And he's like, all right, cool, we'll get you a fight, but you got to drop down to 45. I was like, all right, cool, that was the plan. He's like, later on, I'm going to get you down to 35. I was like, I don't want to go down to 35. And I was like, I want to stay at 40. He knew, like, he yeah. knew yeah. man. Yeah, and I, he could and, see it, yeah. And I was like, all right, because like, I thought it was going to be all sticks and bones and going down to 35, and then all of a sudden, he was like, nah, you're, you're going to lean out. I was like, okay. Dropped down, finally got to 35, did the test run, fought Casey, and then I fought uh, Peter Caballero, and then... You know, two guys. You who know actually, who that is? Yeah, both both those two guys, man. Still fucking, still in the game, still fighting yeah, tough man. fights. Yeah, man. You and fought so, Casey Jones. Was your I first fought, Amy fight? No, my my first my that was my first fight at thirty five. I okay. fought I fought uh, Casey my first time going. Your down first fight was in Nico. My first fight was Nico. Yeah, at, at fifty five. Yeah. Uh, oh, bro. Twice. I fought yeah. I fought him twice. I fought him at fifty five, and then I dropped down to forty five. And the way that happened is Colin Cantrell made a mistake. And thought I was Adrian Rodriguez or something like that. And I was like, I was like, yeah. I think Saul got it wrong because I think Saul was like, yeah, no, I think it's Rodriguez. Yeah. So that's yeah. one thing. Like Saul oh used to, God. Saul used to hit me up with a list for the cards, and everybody's name was fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it may not have been Colin's fault. It may not have been Colin's yeah, fault. Yeah. So I would have like 
the right first name, the wrong last yeah. name. And I'd oh, put these man. dudes in and get them registered and shit. And then the card would post. And so I'll call, where's my guy? That's hilarious. Say, He's right here. Like, That's not my guy. And then I'd send him the That's list not Yanez? Yeah, I'd send him the list back. And it was like Cameron Kelly or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Who is this guy? Like, I was calling Cameron. Uh, who's Adrian I calling, Smotherman? <laughs> I was calling Smotherman Summer then. Uh, back oh, in the yeah. Day, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. that's he he sent me your name as Smothering. Yeah, no, I, I, was, <laughs> I think I remember reading that you at know, some point. I was there when he wrote it down. He was like, Hey, what's your last name? And then I was, you know, I told what's him, I was like, Smothering. <laughs> yeah, and I was, and I, was, I spelled it so for him. I've been training here for two years, man. <laughs> yeah. You don't even know my last name. And he was writing it down, and uh, I was like, S M O T H E R. And then he was like, Huh? Never mind, fuck it. And, just, <laughs> and I saw him, I saw him make a mistake, and I was like, "Well, I'm scared of him. I'm not gonna correct." Yeah, him. what are you gonna do? Correct Saul? So, that was funny, man. So you took how? You had how many Ami fights? I had six. Was it? Did y'all have a plan? Like, you got to do this many. You got to get a belt. You got to do. No, it was. Uh, it was just honestly. It was just for me at the time. It was just fight, just fight, just fight, just fight, just fight, and I was like. Pretty much the whole entire time, like I was fighting, we we're just kind of trying to see where I could do and where I can build up off of. And every single time I fought, every single time I fought, it's the fight had only like gotten easier and easier and easier. And I was like, well, it got to the point where just like I just gotta go, I just gotta go pro because there's like there's nothing like I wasn't getting I wasn't getting over wrestled, I wasn't getting out jujitsu, I wasn't like getting hit, like I was knocking people out and all that stuff. So I was like, all right, go pro. Like there's like literally nothing else like. There's like at the time at for for amateurs I was like I'm the best amateur I don't want to be the I don't want to be I don't want to be the best amateur like if that makes sense so I was like no nah, I want to be the best fighter so after that I went pro especially knocking out someone who was five and zero at that time whenever I fought him he was the he was the best guy in uh, the best guy in Texas at that time so I was all right five and zero versus five and zero that it was uh, Peter. Okay. Yeah. So me and him were both five and zero. Uh, five and zero. Amy's final Amy fight. Final Amy fight, and I was like, all right. Well, I fought the toughest guy out there at amateur, so I was like, all right, cool. It's time to go pro. Yeah. And then uh, y'all, you decide to go pro. How did you? Saul was already linked up with Mick. Yeah. Y'all, man. Yeah. For yeah. legacy. For legacy. Yeah. They. They. They had. He had already been putting yeah. his clothes in. Uh, was Retro Hill at the gym when you started there? No. Bronzulus and any of those. Uh, Bron- uh, Bronzulus was. Uh, he was out, but he came back in later. Okay. So it was like uh, it was it was one of those. I started seeing those guys start coming in and out the gym a little bit more often. Like I saw, I remember seeing Carlo Prado, Carlo Prado walk into the gym. I remember Carlo. Yeah, there it is, right there. Cam, don't be shy, dog. Powered by Hollerhead whiskey, baby. Hey man, I'm powered up. I'm powered See, up. It's already. my prerogative. <laughs> yeah, he's powered up. See, look, you get close to Cam like that, man. He starts doing things. <laughs> Adrian knows. Have any more? Cero Coca. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of them in there. All right. We're, we're, we're due. Go ahead. Hook Cameron up. I'm about to fall out of seat. I know, right? I, I got a little you. bit more. I got you. Yeah. shot. Oh, man. So you uh, you fight Peter. You turn. You make your pro debut. Mm-hmm. And was Legacy already on Access when you pro debuted? Uh, at that time, uh, yes. There, I think, yeah, they were, they were on Access. But you fought on the undercard. Probably. I fought. I fought on the other undercard later. Later on, like later on, they put it out there as like one of their fights on YouTube and stuff. But yeah, uh, yeah I, I probably didn't get a main card slot until I fought Colin Wright. I remember that fight too. Yeah, yeah, like, was a badass fight. Yeah, because I remember right after that Levi fight, I fought twice for twice for Fury. Uh, yeah, twice for Fury, and I and I like great, like pretty much like man, like. 
I remember I, I I can remember and recall a lot of those times like man I remember it was hard finding a fight and then people dropping out at that time I was like fuck but yeah so at that time yeah <laughs> it's, 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 it's not believe it or not oh my gosh yeah, yeah man, that's one thing worse. like that ne- will never stop in this business I guess yeah. like I can have a card that looks so beautiful and I'm like man look at this shit and then like we get two three weeks out and guys start falling. Yeah, it starts changing. And see, and that's and that's that's the that's the thing that sucks about these uh, these regional shows, man. Like everybody wants to stay there a fighter until all all of a sudden it's like two weeks out and you're just like, oh fight. no, oh no, oh no, I gotta fight, I gotta go out there and fight. Oh yeah, yeah, you gotta cope. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> so, like that that's that's the tough part too, man. It's like like. Man, this is this is this is why I'm like, man, like if if you wanted to fight, you chose and you signed the contract. Why pull out later? Like like, and especially these guys who have no reason, yeah. the no reason guys. Like man, like no, bro. Like like, is it just because you're scared? If you're if it's just like every every fucking fighter's scared, but yeah. Dude, you remember that guy in San Antonio that yeah. left oh, yeah. right? Hold on, left right before his fight and like took your gloves. Yeah, like he was yeah, like they, getting like, ready to walk out <laughs> and left. They called the blue corner out, and this other guy was the red corner. They called the blue corner out. He walks out. The dude's in the cage, and then they Wayne calls for the next guy. He never comes, and we're like, "Where the fuck is he?" And then everybody's looking for him, and his coach comes running up. Dude, he walked out the back door. Damn, took our fucking gloves with him. Yeah, you know. Hey, it was funny though. He thought it was free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, say his name. I don't remember, I, I don't remember who it, what his name is right now, but he was fighting Phil Platt. And I remember Phil Platt left the cage and he comes running up the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the winner. I won. Man. But I was like, dude, how fucking embarrassing. Like, if you're I, married to that guy, you fucking go home and pack your bags yeah, and you divorce yeah, him. I, <laughs> I forget his name, but I remembered it that night. And I, 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 reminded, I, I reminded everybody <laughs> that you wouldn't ever hear that name in our cage again. You you know you know you know it was crazy. I still like there was that one time where I uh, I got a short notice fight and the guy was trying to pull like I remember I remember I was like like uh, featured spot like I one of the last three fights y'all moved me right to the very beginning beginning of the card because so the guy so he wouldn't leave. I was like oh shit all <laughs> was right that on my card? yeah I was on your card yeah, yeah. he was like all right dude you're gonna like we gotta go we we gotta go now. I remember yeah. that call I was like hey we gotta go now. I remember being like halfway rapping like all right like fuck okay let's go. Probably had no. to run to the back and tell him, hey, man, I heard Adrian just, like, twisted his ankle. He can't <laughs> go out there now before he heals. Oh, man. Yeah. So what would you say? Would you say the Peter fight is your most memorable amateur fight? My most memorable amateur fight is, yeah, it was definitely Peter. The Peter was, fight. Yeah, Peter fight especially. Because, uh, man, he was he was 5-0. and oh. he, was a tough, he was a tough guy coming in, and I'm, like, I was 5-0. and oh. Like, it was, like, for me, it was that, like, it's either, like, go big or go home type of deal. And I was like, yeah, and I, I had to go. I went, like, I shot, like, a, I shot straight like a bat out of hell hugging just trying to go after this guy. I was like, no, nah, I had, like, a, I knew I was the better fighter at that time, and I just went after him, and, you know, it showed. Like, Did it showed you, y'all at that go time. the distance or you finished him? No, I, I finished him in the last round. Like, I was surprised he took all those shots because I was hitting him with some heavy shots. Part? No, no, that, that was a, yeah, yeah. Uh, as an amateur, I was trying to get the title shot, but, I for some reason uh Eric I said fuck you. No 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 it, it wasn't it was, Mick. It, was, it was Mick. It was Mick. So I was like I had it was like, all right, well I guess this is the one. It's like if I'm not gonna get the title shot, like I might as well fight someone who's really tough. Uh five and oh and five and oh. So I was like, Yeah, Peter's Peter was the right guy. The three round fight. So that's your most memorable what would you say your most memorable pro fight? My most memorable pro fight was definitely Miles Jones. Like, 
Yeah, no, no, 100%. No, that's the one that changed that changed my whole, like, because I was, man, I was just doing this just because, like, like man, I fought uh, fought Levi and Levi, man, going back to that Leo fight, but this also kind of makes me really kind of disappointed because he he was, he's literally, like, the guy that was, like, he was so fucking good, but yet he just, just, like, he, and he's just, he, that's the, that's the, that's he, the, he was that, so close. He's right there on the cusp. He was right there yeah. every single time. He just didn't make it. But then at the end, it was all him. He could have made it if he, yeah. like, if he chose to have it. I even, I even told Johnny Bedford this. I was like, bro, like, what's wrong with him? Like, dude, like, how's he doing? Is he doing good? And Johnny's like, well, you know, it is what it is. I think it kind of goes back to your point previously, like about Francisco and, and with a lot of fighters, man, sometimes you, they, they just get in their own head. Yeah. And it's like, man, if you could just get out of your own head, listen to your coaches, and do, they, do, do what they're telling you to do. And they're you know, both really, you can make it. They're both like in the, the guys that you just said, like both of those guys are really, psychological really, thing, really good. Like they're really, really good. Like I wish, like I'm telling you, I, I wish Francisco fought how he would spar me and wrestle me. Like, dude, yeah. like whenever he's, whenever he's comfortable, not, yeah, whenever he's, he's in, a, like, in his element. Non-stop. And sometimes whenever guys get under those lights and, yeah. and cameras and everything, it's like, oh shit, man, just do what you know how to yeah. do. That's all, that, that's all they're recording. They're mm-hmm. just trying to record what you know how to do. Go out there and fucking do what yeah. you do. You and, know. Then, and then uh not everybody can do that then i fought domingo and for me i was like that was that that was that turning that not a turning point but it was like i'm on the verge yeah you know and i didn't know how close i was until after i lost that fight and i looked and it was like oh shit and then that, he got the, that was at the arena that was at the arena he got the contenders call next and i was like oh shit i was right there that was the that was the one yeah and then i fought two more times wasn't in my right mindset and still like beating guys and i wasn't in the right mindset and i fought miles and i knew i didn't put everything into that fight i like i i I knew it even in the back i remember talking shit to myself and telling saul i was like i i didn't do enough like i i I don't know like i can't blame anybody but myself because i did all the work yeah a split decision i had him hurt a couple times so i was like man i just for for, for whatever reason i just didn't do it that was a title fight yeah and that those are great fights man like for me as a promoter like i look at other promotions and I mean, obviously, I'm a little biased to myself, and I want Fury to be the best. Obviously, right, right. You know, we want to be the best, but I take nothing away from any other promotion, and I respect everybody that gets in this game and wants to put their money on the line and say, hey, I want to put on a show. Now, if you're going to do it just to make money only, then I think you're in it for the wrong Wrong reasons. Wrong reasons, man. But we... And at the beginning, I'm not going to lie, when I was just doing straight amateur events, I felt like, okay, well, I'm going to run this like a business. I want to make money. But once I took the leap and switched over to Fury and started doing pro stuff, like I really wanted to build talent. I wanted to be known as one of the best organizations that can put guys in the UFC. A good business provides a service. And if you're doing a service for the fighters, then the money will follow. People will come to see those guys fight. If you're just getting into it, okay, I'm going to put on 15 fights and we're going to sell 1,000 tickets and I'm going to make X amount of dollars. All right, well, good luck. But a good business provides a service, and our service at Fury, I think, is building fighters to get to that next level. I think we do it pretty good. Well, we want to change lives, man. Like, of course. Honestly, if we could put somebody in the UFC and give them the opportunity to make six figures. Yeah. What was that guy? Like, well, here's the thing is that also y'all are providing a really big opportunity for people. Like, the, the, I, was, I, was, I was on a stream on the UFC stream with Jens Pover. We're doing the Dana White Contender Series. And every single time we look at these guys, where they come from and everything, like we look at their, the organization they fought in the past. And every single time y'all send somebody like, right, this, like this guy, he's 
he's that next fucking guy. Like I see like a lot of these other organizations see him like, man, I've never heard anything from this organization. I, I'm pretty biased because I'm a Houston guy. Fury's like pretty much all Houston. H-Town, so like, baby, yeah. like I see a guy and I'm just looking. I was like, I know who that guy fought. I can sit there and be like, oh, shit. Like let's just say it's uh, Josh going on to the kinder. Like, oh, I've seen who this guy's Josh fought. And he's, Josh Van, yeah, the fearless. Like, yeah. See, look at him and he's like, damn, like, you know, you, taking all the factors, like whenever I had to be a little bit like kind of like uh, be – I had to do the yin and yang stuff. Like, yeah, he's good enough to be there, but like the age, this, that. Seasoning like, and all say, that. Yeah, you got to look. I don't you know, know that we've got a chance to talk to you. How about that Paris Moran fight? That was nuts. He, he spoke that into existence. A lot of people right. expected him to kind of be, you know, led to slaughter. And he, he pulled off kind of the unthinkable, pulled yeah. off the upset in a lot of people's minds, man. What was your take on that? You were there. You had the, the best seat in the house. That was that was absolutely nuts. And the, the way he just... Finish him. Like, here's the thing is Moran is really good at his grappling. Really, really good. good at his grappling. He couldn't hold Josh down. And all yeah. of a sudden, Josh turned it up and just got that head kick and rocked him. Like, man, I, I trained I trained with Paris. That dude that dude brings it. So I'm like, yeah. He's like, freakishly yeah. strong. Yeah, he's freakishly strong. And, man, he just couldn't hold Josh down. I was like, for, for I think I had a conversation with, uh, I think it was in San Antonio. I told him, like, Josh, man, it's like I was like, uh, I, I was both both uh, Cameron and Eric. I was like, Man, another win. Josh is out of here, and I was like, I was like, man, I think it's too early. Keep like, I was, but then they brought up a great point. It's like, but if you're like doing these to the, like, if you're doing that to these type of people, like to the really great, like, like, nah, what else can we do? We can't really do much. So he's he's ready. He's ready to go. You can't uh, you can't overcook a steak, man. You, exactly. You, yeah, exactly. I mean, and and at his age. Okay, let's say He's 22. It, yeah, yeah, he he was young enough if it wouldn't have worked out his way, he had time to recover and rebuild right. from that, but it didn't. He so was able to pull off the unthinkable, and he's kind of, you know, almost off to the races. He's, like, on that radar. He's on that prospect. He's list, 22, and he went pro in October of last year. Mm-hmm. So he's – we're in November. He's 13 yeah. months into his pro career, and he's got seven fights. Yeah, and he's just like also another one of those things. Like, if you're healthy enough to fight, then go fight. And that's like it, that's his mentality. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, I th- obviously, y'all see he's fighting for the belt in December, mm-hmm. and he's fighting Cleveland McLean. I think Cleveland is fifteen and six. Yeah, no, that's six that, that, and that, one. I'm really I'm looking forward to that yeah, fight, yeah. and we'll be talking about that fight coming up on our Edinburgh card. I'm really looking forward to that Cleveland McLean Josh yeah, Van fight uh, for the 125 title. I, I, that's gonna be a banger, man. I, I like. This gonna be the kind of fight that Cleveland wanted out of Edinburgh, also. I like Cleveland. He's. I like the way. I, I like how he brings it, man. I just didn't like seeing that done to my to my to my homie to my training partner. Yeah, and I just knew, like, man. I I just like there's there's some things that I was watching leading up to the fight. I was like, gotta do this, gotta do that differently. And you know, sometimes Jacob goes back into that little. Uh, yeah, he just goes back into it, and also I think that. Elbow right to the back of the head, like kind of. I was gonna say. I was, oh that, yeah, that I, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, I like ref. Look, ref kind of missed that one, I think. No, they stopped it. They, 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 they did stopped okay. it. And I think they gave Cleveland a warning. But what do you do in that situation? Like, if you're Jacob Silva, do you say, "Okay, like, I can't continue"? That that's yeah. see that that's that, what, I, probably what he should have done. But as a fighter, you'll never get Jacob Silva to say that. That was the second round. And I'm, I, so I, they I, just called it a no contest because. I, we saw some weird shit the last fight, or the couple cards back when the dude got kicked in the nuts. Oh, and, man. No, it was a pro. It was Hector Sainz kicked that dude in the nuts. Yeah. Uh, and then he didn't want to fight. Yeah. They didn't even go to the, <laughs> didn't even go to the scorecard. Hey, that pissed uh, Jeff Rexrode off. He's like, hey, that is not what was supposed not to happen. 
No, of no, course not. Going in there I'm going to take accident. it. But I mean, there's like nothing you could do about that, especially in Texas. You could appeal it all day long, but they don't give a they shit. Don't give a no. Yeah, man. It's like a Diego Reyes editing a podcast. And I'm straight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Man. Well, shoot, like, well, even just like with the foul in general, I didn't know. Like, I thought like a foul gives you five minutes. I thought a foul. I think he should have had five minutes. Yeah. No, he, he like, it was, it was immediate. Like, well, you got pinned back. You got hit in the back. It was like, you need to see a doctor. He was like, "Well, bring in the doctor. We're gonna stop, stop it." it. And then right. next thing you know, he's like, mm-hmm. "Jake was like, no, nah, I, I just don't need." It. And then I remember looking outside, just being like, "I feel like there's something wrong." Like he's like, he was in flat, and I'm, I, I know I should have done my due diligence on that end because like I didn't, like here was the thing, it's like the everything kind of happened so quickly that I was like, "Is is he like?" I couldn't like. Here's you're the you're thing. a fighter, man. Yeah, you're, and, you're, you're a fighter, and yeah. you're coming at it from that mentality. Yeah, I think. so I was like, I don't know how no one wants to keep. He keeps going yeah. at it, but then what happens next? Like, right, he tries to go out there and brawl, gets head kicked, and I'm like, fuck. I, there's, yeah, there's, it was like already fuzzy, but yeah, no, that that part, that That's part, the fight sucks. game, ain't it? That's the part that sucks, especially like because I, I I I try not to ever really draw criticism like on like a like how a coach would handle it now, like because I used to be like, man. Like, yeah. What the fuck? He didn't stop that shit. Now I'm just like until you have oh, that perspective, shit. you can't really yeah. appreciate what they and go I, through. I, I went to after the fight. I was talking to Karen. I was like, "Man, I was like this fight." And he's like, "No." Nah, in, in hindsight, like you should have stopped. I was like, "Fuck." I was like, "Yeah, I feel I, I fucked up." Learning experience I for everybody, up. right? Yeah. So we we had you set for Ricky Tercius. Yeah, that way was back March twenty one. Yeah, 20. I think it was March 13th, 2020. 2020. Yeah. And yeah. then they, we had the venue, y'all based off. Leomana was supposed yeah. to fight Peter on that card. Yeah. It was a hell of a card. Yeah. So we, that fight got canceled because of COVID. How long after that uh, did you get the Contender Series call? It was pretty quick, I feel like. Yeah, no, it was really quick. I, well, here's the thing. I didn't know that they had it already set that the, the so I could I could have waited till after my last fight before that with Kyle Estrada and sat out till then. I remember uh, that actually. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was supposed to. And you didn't want to. Say I, it. I I I didn't I didn't no, I had no idea I had no idea. Saul like, knew. Saul yeah Saul knew. Saul t- telling me that wait a minute, he's gonna fight. Yeah. Don't tell him. Yeah. Don't yeah tell no, him. he's like. Were you I, signed with Jason? Already? I had just signed with Jason. I literally like that, Jason that, House Iridium. Yeah, that that fight literally. For me, did did a lot of multiple things for me. It got me signed to to uh, to Jason. Then after that, I didn't know if that fight got me into the contenders. But getting that fight with Ricky was like, honestly, was one that we've been trying to make for a while. Like I, you know how right. many like, so Legacy at the very beginning of my career tried to make that fight before the Levi fight. But I remember I broke my jaw, and I think uh, Ricky ended up getting hurt too. Uh, and then after that, I remember Eric tried to make that on, like I think three separate occasions. Three I remember separate. Eric talking about that fight for a while. Yeah, I always wanted to see it. And it was yeah. uh, uh, always. I and still do. Yeah, I, I me remember, too. I remember it was. Uh, I remember one was contract reasons uh, for, because I remember I had signed the contract and everything. We're ready to fight, fight for the title and everything. Got contract pulled because I had no idea like. It was an extension. Who, who did Ricky fight for the Bantamweight title? Leomano. Okay. Yeah. That, I, I, I'm trying to remember. I remember that time frame, and it was supposed to be Adrian. Yeah. But it ended up being Leomana, I guess. Well, that, we that time's a little hazy. And then I think LFA pulled him and said, yeah. nah, he's still with us. Yeah. I had, I, I under they that. basically cock blocked. They really did. They really did. <laughs> Bitch I would, move. We man. were ready. Like, man, I was. No, we, I can't we say I blame him. Smart business. Yeah. But. 
even before that, I remember uh, I literally had just started working a week into this job, and uh, Eric's like, "You gotta fight!" Like, you, like I want you to fight Ricky. I was like, "Man, bro, I just got this job. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't make it out right. Now. I can't even train." Uh, especially at that time, I was like, I can't, like, I have no time off. I just got this job, man, bro. Like there's a lot of shit going on at that time. Cause like, I'm, this was my first time working in such a long time where yeah. like, it was just me. Uh, it was just me and my mom living in the house and all that stuff. And like my dad, like, cause my dad was, did a, like, was doing dad shit, yeah. but he ended up passing away. And then like, I had to step up in a role that I'd never stepped into before. So I was like, fuck, like, yeah, that, that pretty much is how like that ended up going on I yeah couldn't, I, you, you I had a lot going on emotionally at i the felt time, like so. i couldn't risk that job yeah for, for sure i knew that there was you had a family to provide for and everything was, like, i felt like that uh, you're doing a pretty good job of doing that now I think. i'm trying to <laughs> but yeah no that that fight was definitely like on the radar and then just the fact how it ended up happening like covid ended up shutting that fight down and i like i remember having like that morning i was like i was so ready i, re- I was watching this fight and i was like i got it I know what I'm doing. I got it. Like, everything had just clicked at that moment. And then all of a sudden, I got a call from Saw. And he's like, I was so, I'm telling you right now, like at that moment, because I, it had all just clicked for me. And I was like, I'm going to fucking do this. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to knock him out. Get my, I, I, I had it all envisioned in my head. I'm going to knock him out, go to contenders, fight, fight in the UFC. And first got shut down immediately by COVID. I was like, fuck yeah started crying started doing all Dude. that shit all that bullshit i remember i remember that happened uh, to a lot of good fighters man yeah i, I remember even just <laughs> going up to the venue and just like kind of just chilling chilling with eric up there because like yeah that like bro there's like it was such a hectic scene up there it was like it was i remember weird. seeing a little bit of that on social media at the time horrible, yeah it really For was me, it was like fuck dude like we had banger after this banger on that fight like a breakthrough show, a breakthrough event for us. Like yeah. all the fights. Hey, hey, man! In, in in God's time, though, in God's yeah. time, like, yeah. the break the breakthrough show happened for us. It still happened. Hey, uh, uh, shout out Papa Yanez, R.I.P. Yeah. Man. Gracias, Senor. Yeah. So, was the UFC always your goal? Would you say, like, when you started training, did you have a vision, like, I'm going to be in the UFC one day, or was it just like I'm going to? I, fight. whenever I first started, I just wanted to just wanted to train. Then it started easing up there, and I was like, as time went on, the more I started training, the more I started training with different people. I was, it started like building up and started being like, all right, I can do this, I can do this. And then when I started like, uh, I was a blue belt submitting purples and browns and shit. And I was like, oh shit, maybe I can do this shit. I was like, man, uh, but yeah, I, they were letting him. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they were letting him. Yeah. No, uh, but <laughs> I yeah, once I, I once and once I started, once I got to my purple, I went with Saul, and then I ro- rolled with a lot of those guys, and I was like, "Oh shit, I'm getting my ass kicked. What the fuck's going on here?" And then my, my kids are yellow belt submitted yeah. black belts, man. So you know. Yeah, and then, uh, and then next year, you know, <laughs> yeah, <I was> like, <laughs> right. Uh, and then uh, I started learning like the MMA base because I was doing a lot of like X guard, deep half sh- bullshit, gee shit, yeah, a whole bunch of gee shit. Yeah. And then I was trying to do that in no gi where we rolling with the small gloves and getting punched in the face every once. So I was like, I don't like this shit. This is new. <laughs> I don't like this shit. I don't like this shit. But, Diego, did you just take a bathroom break? No, no. Okay, I'm about to say, man, you've had like one cup, dude. Like, no, you've had one drink. Once, uh, once that right. fight canceled, who broke the news to you that you were going to contender? Was it Saul or did yeah, Jason? Saul. Saul Jason was in Brazil at that time. So was Saul's like, man, don't worry about it. You're going to contender. Yeah, no, it was. He Saul's. like, he literally like made me feel so like I was sad. I'm like fucking like 
like, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me, coach. This was the fucking fight. I was like, all in the, like, I'm starting to, I was starting to tear up. And I'm like, man, what the fuck, man? Like, I, this was my fucking, this was my fucking shot. And he's like, he's like, all right, okay. He, I thought we were about to fucking hang up. And then all of a sudden he goes, well, just, just to let, uh, send you off on a good note, you got a, you got a shot in the contenders. I was like, wait, what the wow. fuck? Like, wait, what? I didn't even have to do this fight. What, yeah, what like, great timing. Like, what oh. great timing, man. I, I love like, Saul. Like, you just, you just <laughs> ended it on like such a, he's like, you got the That's shot. That's a pretty Saul like, thing to do. Yeah. Fuck. He's just like, just beat you down to the you ground. You feel sorry for he, yourself yet? Yeah. Okay. Boom. He's like, here, here's a little boost your ego with this right here. I was like, all right. Bang. So, so he told you that in March, and you fought in August on contenders. Fought, fought in August in contenders. And yeah. Then who, who was that Asian kid you fought? Uh, Brady. Brady Wong. And yeah. You put a fucking yeah, yeah, four piece on his ass. Yeah, that shit was <laughs> four piece from H Town. <laughs> uh, yeah. We were screaming, man. We were watching that shit, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah man. It, man I'm t- it's <laughs> a different experience watching it whenever it's your guys in there, man. And, I told um, I told Jason, I was like, Giannis is the guy. Like, this is the guy you got to sign. This is the guy that's going to be your next champ in the UFC. Man. And, like, no offense. I love Leo Mana. And yeah. Leo Mana's a guy, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know? of course. Yeah. But Jason was really high on Mana. Yeah. And he still is. But I kept telling him, I was like, man, they're both great. Like, they're both great. But I think Giannis is going to go out there and he's just going to put everything on the line and he's going to show everybody that – He's the fucking guy, man. You yeah. you see, I think like man, it was like a whole general consensus. That I think like uh, everybody saw like you. Like I feel like you're the only guy that saw that, and nobody else did. I, I remember yeah. Eric <laughs> speaking very highly yeah. of, of you and Liamana at that time, and, and a couple other names. Well, you like, know, well, but, we're not, I'm not even like not, not speaking in like a, in a bad sense or a bad term. It's just that I I feel like nobody else like like go back to LFA, go back to all those other other organizations. Right. I felt like none of them had believed in me. There was only two people I can probably say that ever came up to me and told me I was going to be a world champion outside of my coaches. Right. It was Mick Maynard and. Uh, Eric, you, y'all both told me I'm gonna be world champion. They're the only two so that matter. Like, yeah, nah, like, like, but, no, but nobody else. Big Maynard. Like, nobody else gave, like, gave me a fair shot. Nobody else. I felt like nobody else gave me a fair shot, and like everybody was being, everybody else was being promoted. Everybody else, like I, like I even felt it whenever I got got signed. You know, because like uh, it was it was crazy because I'm watching all my other training partners get signed to Iridium and all that stuff, and I remember getting signed. I'm like. Oh, you know, like, yeah, I feel like there wasn't that much of a parade when I came back my way. And then uh, as time went on, they started seeing that. And I was like, they're like, oh, okay. And then right after If they my, hadn't seen you yet, you just have to show yeah, up. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's exactly how Boom. it happened. Now it's, now it's a different story. Now it's a completely different Everybody story. Everybody wants to throw a parade for Adrian Giannis now. <laughs> yeah, you know, so uh, hopefully when it comes to the bandwidth strap, I get the I like get the, the parade. You're like the Astros up, up in here, man. <laughs> get that the was cool because Jason called me right after. He was like, dude, holy shit, you were right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know, man. Imagine yeah. that. This dude's fucking, he's fucking legit. This, so what, what happened with uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley? There, there was some online yeah. heat back and forth there, and I was really looking forward to seeing that one go down at some point, but it looks like maybe that ship has sailed. A, a little bit. That ship has sailed a little bit, but also at the same time, it's like it's working perfectly for what I want. Cause I'm like, it'll it, mean more whenever y'all do meet up down the road. So much more as opposed to, you know, like, it's gonna pissing so contest more. online or whatever. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, man, I like, here's the thing. When someone like, Cause I got the initial response of like, uh, I'm sitting down. I just got done with the fight. They're like, yeah, he called you out. And I was like, what fuck was that? That was that Davy Grant fight. And they're like, yeah, he called, he called you out. And I was like, I was like, he fucking called me out. What the yeah. fuck? Man? Was, fuck was, this was guy. Let me, let me start, start talking shit. And they're like, yeah. It's cause you're making your way, man. Yeah. You're, you're a name now. And then 
after that, I was like, I heard what he said, and I was like, man, he didn't even sound that bad whenever he was talking. I was like, okay, maybe people just want to see he, the fight, man. Maybe he was being he, he was he was being nice, but at the same time, I'm still just like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you booked for another fight yet? Not yet, but we have been talks. So, uh, worst case scenario, I'm fighting in February. Worst case scenario. So I'm hoping I'm hoping you know to hear location. Something. No, J- I got off. Who is it? Jason. Where is it? Uh, who is it? Where is it, man? <laughs> I know. We know. I've had a couple of people turn it down, yeah. man. You, but you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm super happy that Frankie Edgar had turned it down because, like, I was like, like I was like, uh, Jason got off the phone. Phone. He got he called me. Now he was like, "You'll never guess who." I was like, uh, "I don't know." He was like, "Got Frankie fucking Edgar." I was like. What? I was like, oh fuck yeah, let's, let's yes, go. yes, let's yeah, go. Man. And the next, you know, a week later, you call me. It's a hard pass on there, and I was like, all right, I so, understand. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, two days later, you guess I see that he's fighting Chris. I text, I text the uh, uh, Jason. I text Jason. I'm like, bro, like he might have turned me down, but he fucked up fighting someone like Chris. And come to find out, I text him right after the fight. I was like, I told you so. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, not surprised, motherfucker. <laughs> That's crazy, man, to see Frankie. But, I mean, he's been in the game for so long. Yeah. His last couple fights have ended that yeah. way. I wasn't expecting anything less, man. Yeah. Unfortunately. You see, and that's – that's and also, man, like, we see, we're see we seeing that on the highest level right there in the UFC. There's right. a there's a lot of, like, regional guys that are kind of being – staying stuck around. I'm just like, man, bro, like, why? Are you why are you – like – I say it too, man. You know, why? Why? There's some guys that we won't even sign yeah. that ask me, and I'm just like, man, I can't do it. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to do that to you. If there's another promoter out there that wants to do that to you, yeah, then and, that's your call, man. But I'm not going to do it. To yeah, you. no, you, like, I applaud you on that. There's a lot of these guys that, like, I'm just like, now I'm just like, bro, you're in your, you're in your 30s. Your, your record's upside down now. Like, what, like, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. What's like, the goal? Yeah, it's like what, 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 and realistically, what, what hardcore CTE. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, I feel like a lot of guys they hold on to that dream because there's really nothing left to fall back on, and as long as they can keep that fight door open, they feel like okay, well, I don't have to do anything else right now. Shoot, you know. Well, shit, I wish I had the same problem with him because every single fight he's, he's talking, he's talking himself off the ledge. <laughs> he's like, uh, yeah. I'm just like, after that fight with Casey Jones, I fucking suck, God. Hey, oh fuck! He want, he want, he wanted that finish so bad. God, well, that was such a good fight, uh, though. Such a good back and forth battle. He was straight, just like shit. he's like, man, I'm a fucking retired. I fuck this shit, man. I don't want to fucking like, man. I fucking suck. I'm just like, I'm just I'm, like, I'm gonna retire. What are you, 13? Yeah. You're gonna retire? Come on, man. 25. 25 years old. Yeah, I know. I was about to fucking quit. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Britt, let's bring Cam in. You're booked for 1218. Yep. And can you hear him? Mm-hmm. He's got his Bobby Brown headset on. He's, He's not wearing it now. He's got Adam. You got Adam Martinez. Adam Martinez. What do you think about that? I think he's old. And it's, it's one of them guys where I'm like, why are you still, like, why? Why? He's a factory X guy. He's got a lot of good training partners. Yeah, no, nah, uh, I'm taking him. I'm taking him. I, I think I fucked up the last fight. I ain't take I ain't take Casey that seriously. I expected Casey to fall over. Um, Man, this, yeah. Yeah, I fucked up. He's a tough motherfucker. Yeah, I, was, I ain't like that shit. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? He landed. He had you on. Yeah, yeah, he had me fucking on rubber legs. Spinning heel kick. Did he throw it or yeah. whatever? Yeah, yeah. He loves that kick. Yeah, he, he he threw it. See, yeah, I didn't even really watch no tape on him or nothing. I just, <laughs> I yeah, I just, I expect, I really expected him to fall over. Uh, yeah. But yeah, when he hit me with that shit, I was like, damn. I was like, fuck. Like, 
It didn't look like it landed too clean, and then I watched it in slow motion. Oh, that shit landed like, clean. Landed yeah, it landed right, yeah, right yeah, back where it needed to, man. It, it was clean. I yeah. remember, I remember being right behind Eric and uh, Mick, and as I remember seeing that thing land, I I went in three phases. It was like. Oh no, he's good. It didn't land. And then, and then I see him walking. He's like, ah, oh, there's something different here. And then all of a sudden, yeah. he, he touches the fence. And I see he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I had the same reaction. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I should be good. I was like, oh, shit, I ain't good. Yeah. Cam's like, I'm fine. Yeah. That, didn't, that didn't land. <laughs> oh, shit. But your, Is that Hallahead whiskey? Your condition plays a role in that recovery. Uh, yeah. Recovery, no, I'm right? in fucking great shape. But uh, no, I, that that's the most hurt I've ever been in my whole life. Um, yeah, like even because even even into the second round, I wasn't, I was still wasn't recovered. Even yeah. during the minute break, I was actually telling Rafion, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not recovered yet. And so when the and when I had to get up, and I'm like, shit, I'm like, I'm not there. I was like, I'm gonna just fucking go after round it. Two? Yeah, round two, at the start of round two, I was like, I'm gonna just fucking just try to knock his ass out. But uh, yeah, we got Adam Martinez on twelve eighteen. You think he's gonna wrestle? Of course. They, they all wrestle. Everyone wrestles. He's like, if you look at his the last uh, couple fights, he's got that lateral drop. He likes to. Yeah, nah, I've seen yeah. that. Whole, uh, yeah. He that on, hey, on watch Levi. watch some tape on him this time. Okay? Oh no, yeah, well, no, watch I've some been, tape I've for this guy. Been, let's let's get a tape study uh, religiously. Uh, he's he's old and shit, but like I still think he's he's dangerous. Like he looks like he's he throws. Yeah, he, like he, he is. Man, he's bad you know, dude. What, what makes him most dangerous is he doesn't care who he fights. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's got confidence in anybody. And this should be any fighter. Like if you're going to get in the cage and you already think, oh, man, this guy's going to beat me. You don't belong in you there. You don't fucking belong here. Mm, yeah, like for did, real. There's some guys that do that shit. I don't understand. Like, and But Adam's the guy that will not do that. Yeah, no, no. I know he's going to fuck. I, like, I'm sure he has every intention of hurting me. And, uh, yes, yeah, so I'm taking I'm taking him super seriously. Uh, I'm expecting to finish him, but it's fucking... It's, it's, I'm expecting a fight too. I'm prepared for a fight. You know, looking forward to I that mean, one. I should know this myself. Those Factor X guys are so badass, man. How many fights will that make for this year? Four? Five. Four fights? I think it's my fifth one. Wait, just the one. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Like, well, that nose. Whenever your nose is, yeah, so that whole fuck. I was aiming for seven. I wanted seven fights this that year. That was from the Giannis fight. Yeah, from the Giannis yeah, so fight. We sat out like three months. Yeah, yeah, yeah fucked up my my timetable. I, I I joke with them a lot and say you fought the off brand me. <laughs> <laughs> you fought the off brand me. Bro. Just wait till you fight the real one. <laughs> so like, uh, you get past this fight, you're healthy. You're looking to jump right back. Right, uh, what's, what's the plan? I'm probably, he, probably he wants to retire it. if he wins. Yeah, it, it depends. It depends. It depends how the fight looks. If it looks like shit, I'm I'm done. No, but uh, no, but realistically, uh, it, it depends what Jason says. If so Jason, you'd like obviously to be on contenders. Of course, I like fighting for you and all, but you know we have well. <laughs> no, hey, hey, we we like it too, but we want to see you yeah, leave yeah. us and go to contender like, we series. We actually have a list that that me and Rich have put together, and we've got 15 guys. Read it on the list. Read it right now on the air. We've got 15 guys on the list. I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't put them on the spot. So as it starts getting into January and February, like the calls, we start really pushing. Please pick this guy up. Please call twice on me. As long as the record looks good and there's an argument on our part. We could probably get it done. Hey man, so with that as, as long said, as it's not please, 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 he's really good. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we got yeah. Everybody says that. Mm. If we got hey, something to to tell them. You got to give it to like Mick and Sean are going to do their research. Mm. Oh know? yeah. What a lot of these guys don't take advantage of is like you got Mick in your backyard. Oh yeah. Mm. See, like he's sitting right there. If you if you wow him, oh man, and he's like, 
I'm not oh, calling. Shit, I'm not calling any names, but man, there were a couple of fights going on where it's like Mick was sitting right there, and it's, and he's he's it's like, like, he's like do something to get his attention, yeah. you know, shooting for takedowns and gay. wrestle fucking you know, instead of advancing yeah. positions. Like, all right, well, you probably never get this damage. opportunity again. But at least do damage. Exactly, man. man. See, if that's gonna, what be pissing if me you're gonna off, do that, that's all my fights are nothing but damage. It's like it's not. I don't understand. It's like my shit's so easy to score. Like it's like I hurt people, and then they try to stall me out. You just never know what the judges are doing, man. Like, I think they hate know. me. I think it's going black. I know. Speaking speaking of damage, I I know that that is uh, Joe Solis's number one criteria. No way. I'm telling you. No way. I'm telling you. I'm gonna. Can I talk to him? That's what he's going. Sure. Of of course. He is very available. He'll he'll spend the whole time talking. Yes, he's very accessible. Go 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 up to him. I mean, you know, buy him lunch if you want. Take him to lunch when you talk to him at the show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not telling you try to bribe him with a sandwich. I'm not trying to bribe him. I just want to talk to him. Yeah. Because he because I had a fight like that. Where it's like I did, I came out no damage. He at would all. be happy to sit down and talk and with you, or and, and any fighter that disagrees with the way he scores any kind of fight. Oh, he, exactly. He's very accessible. I thought it was like you don't. Yeah, no, not, man, no. Yeah, I, mean, I think there's some judges. That there are some judges that probably would come off that way, but Joe isn't one of them. He'll talk to you. So. Oh, really? Okay. Just because Joe's got his own guys that fight as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Now I want to. I, I do want to talk to him because sometimes I'm just like, why? Just like, I just want to know why. I don't. I you know. Are there any guys on the Fury roster that you've seen fight for us that are on your radar that you would think, man, this would be a good fight next for me? Or uh, honestly, no, nobody. He thinks he's I'm, the best there is, yeah. the best there was, yeah, best there ever will be. Re- realistically, yeah. Woo! I feel, I feel like yeah, we got a loaded thirty bantamweight roster. We really do, bantamweight and featherweight. We're stacked in both of those divisions. Yeah, flyweights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you got got a list of guys that just yeah, you. Just, I almost view Cameron as as one of those gatekeepers of the bantamweight division at this point. (laughs) You know, it's like you got you got you got to go through Cam. It was it was going good, and then then you got to go through Cam. Yeah, got chains back around. Goal is to get y'all out of here. Like I want to see all of y'all get to the UFC. Everybody that works hard, trains hard, makes weight, sells tickets, does their shit, and say yes, and says yes. yes. I want y'all to go to the UFC. If I was a selfish bastard, I'd be like, I wouldn't push for y'all, especially the guys yeah. that sell tickets and mm, shit. I'd want, yeah. man, we got to keep them here. But, man, I mean, that's not what I'm here for. Like, obviously, we want to push y'all out of here and get y'all to the UFC, make big money over there, and hopefully we bring in a next. And crap. we really count on, like, if I send y'all to, to the UFC. You got to give us a cut. Y- <laughs> <laughs> y'all tell me. I can't. I can't. youngins that are underneath y'all that are coming up in y'all's gyms and in the city. Man, like they helped us, man. They pushed yeah. us. They were great to shit like that. That helps us grow. That helps us grow. Yeah, and man, like I again, man, like I kind of going back to whenever I was streaming with Jens, like I actually shouted shouted uh, Fury out and being like, look, there's there's been guys that flew themselves out, paid for their own hotel, made weight and spot that next day. Like, bro, I'm telling you, like they don't understand that you get into fight on on. Fury, like Fury, you're fighting on Fight Pass. You get this mass exposure that yeah. you're getting. Like you're, you're fighting in front of uh, organizations. 50, 50 countries plus around the world. Is, are we? The, 80 we're eighty plus. now. Yeah, 80, I mean. 80, 80 plus. I'm like, bro. Like, there's so much opportunity here. It's, if you're not that guy that's willing to stay ready the whole entire time, like, because there's fighters that fall out all the time. If you yeah. don't, if you don't jump out and jump in, like, dude, he took a fight on like three days notice. Two days notice. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, yeah, yeah. He showed up and he's like, nah, like, I want, I want to fight. Like, I want to fight. Like, that's the type of opportunity you have to have. 
Yeah. Like that's the opportunity that you have to go out there and be like, nah, fuck it. Like I'm I'm cutting my weight. I'm getting there. I'm in shape. I'm ready to go. Uh, especially with an organization like Fury, because man, you're on Fight Pass. A lot of people don't realize what that what title that holds. I feel like two years ago or three years ago, maybe three years ago, Fight Pass wasn't what it is now. And I feel like when and this is a shout out to LFA, like even though they are a competitor, but I feel like they're also a partner in building talent and doing shit, hey, you know? Hey, there's no competitor. No competition. <laughs> so it, it's just like when they left Access TV or HBNet Fights and they went to Fight Pass, mm-hmm. it brought like a whole new aura to Fight Pass. Yeah. And it made it like bigger because... <clears throat> they were the first like yeah. major regional promotion so to be aired on, Fight, on Pass. Fight Pass. Yeah. So now everybody's tuning in to watch LFA on hey. Fight Pass. Any other organization that comes in there behind them. Yeah, they kind of paved the way. They kind of paved the way. Hey, man. You got to pay respect. Shout out. Hey, slight humble flex. I may have invented that first LFA. Oh, of course you did. (laughs) Of course you did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Of course. A Fury Fury guy headlined the LFA card, of course. (laughs) No. No. So that's the thing, too, man. I want to say I tried to reach out to his team and grab him. Who's that? Kyle Estrada. Jacob Silva. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so he's managed by Brian Hanford. It's such a punch. That's right. Damn, Bobby, you just throw your headset down? Come <laughs> on. He's like, I'm fucking leaving. Yeah, he's, he's out of here. He's no, the here. mic. Mm. Man. So, so you t- main evented that first fight main, pass. Main evented that first fight pass. There's, there's, honestly, there's still a lot of building to be done all, like, after that, because I remember going back and watching that stream, it's like, oh, there's a lot, of, a lot of things. Now it runs so much smoother. I had coming in like and watching like the free fight passes on on like on fight pass, like they run so smoothly and everything. Like everything's so much more organized now. That, That's man, what I'm saying. Like, like it's grown so much. Yeah. And it's, it's a credit to guys like Diego, guys like Brian Duvall, the DNA Studios, the, the hard workers behind the scenes, Christy. Yeah, like, these guys are the guys who do our stream. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they take the TV Ooh, truck out there and they do our stuff. Shit. And then they make the studio available for the yeah. Just make, it makes for a great team, great for synergy. Sure. Yeah, man. Sure. So obviously, and this is me being biased again. In my opinion, the UFC is the fucking greatest company in the world, mm-hmm. like, period. And they're the greatest fight organization in the world. You being a part of that, and then fighting on a regional, different regional. Like, what's the biggest difference? Obviously, besides the crowd. But like behind the scenes, the way they treat you and stuff, how does that? Man, everything, everything's kind of like, like they're like just this big, like, like structural, like, man, like they help you. It's a well-oiled machine. Yeah, it's like, so they, they, like, they took every step to make sure that you make weight, you make weight. You get to the fight and everything's done like personally. Like, man, on the regional scene, like you got thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Like they have like literally half that have like five hundred fighters on the roster that they contend and take care of. But fucking regional scene, like, hey, you, there's no way you're like a guy who's debuting. You're not gonna send them to go make sure they make way to go do this. Right. They should be able to do it themselves, right. you know. But at the same time, like, yeah, it's, shoot, it's, it, the return on investment on a guy who's debuting. Uh, to fight for a regional guy uh, for a regional scene, and then come in, just like yeah, it's like it's the return on investment is not very high. Next to nothing. Yeah. So obviously, if Dana's providing all this shit, the PI he provides y'all with post weighing supplements, food, everything, whatever. If you fucking go out there and miss weight, 
He should be pissed. Oh, no, 100%. 100%. I'm pissed and I don't fucking do none of that shit. <laughs> 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 All right. I no, man. For, for, for the people that... I Cameron a keto pop-tart. <laughs> <laughs> Dana's the, out there providing everything. For, if you for the people that... Pit, that like bitch about like fighter pay in the UFC and all that. Like they don't take any of that into consideration. Like besides the bottom line number that they might get paid for the fight or whatever, there's so much cost that goes into getting them to that point that Nobody people don't take it. They don't, they don't have a business mindset. They have a, a very short sighted mindset about what fighter pay is and what it should be. I feel like, well, like even just like someone on my end, like I was, I came from doing like a nine to five job. And then getting my first contract in the UFC, I went from like going the contenders was five and five, and then my first fight in the UFC was ten and ten. I was like, just based off of the contenders, and then my actual fight, I made I made pretty much my year salary. I would have made up my nine to five job. I was like, oh shit, like holy you got million. five and five on contenders, five and five on contenders, so you made thirty thousand dollars, thirty thousand, yeah, plus your and you got a bonus. Hey, bro, like we don't we don't we don't talk about that. So I ended up. Ended up almost a dollar, man. Yeah. <laughs> How many bonuses have you got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five, six. Hey, bro, only five in the UFC five times. Oh, man. So shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's gotten oh, five. five. He's gotten got every yeah. fight. Every yeah. fight, I've gotten a bonus. Damn, yeah. that's why you're popping. And that's so how you bad. do it. Yeah. Yeah. For, for everybody the, exactly yeah. anybody that bitches it, about fighter pay it's like dude if if you bonus and now I, I know you've got like five but I think they changed it up where like even there, there's an even better opportunity to bonus now than there was you know over those previous fights dude oh, it, all you, you have to do Dana, exactly oh, yeah. if you do your job if you impress Dana oh. you're gonna be taken care of oh yeah that that night in Austin everybody that like every sick. finish got every finish got a bonus yeah, I remember so that. like that like if there's there's they're more inclined like if you if you put like every fight on that fight card as a banger and everybody's finishing people like you're gonna get you're gonna get a bonus no matter what even like the behind the scenes stuff that they give they be giving people man like allegedly that. allegedly I can't say that because <laughs> tax stuff but yeah but uh, hey yeah Diego doesn't edit shit so be careful what you say <laughs> nothing gets beat <laughs> you know? we're live we're live yeah. No, live to record. Five, five, five bonus. And I, and I, I had no idea. Like, like I remember talking to Sean Shelby right after that fight, and we're like, "Man, all right, cool." Hey, well, hold on. You dropped this name back here. Hold oh on. shit! <laughs> no, I was talking to Sean right after that fight, and then he's just like, "Man." Hey, just think about it. A quarter million bonus is like, oh shit! I didn't even yeah, think about it like bro, that. Like, man. damn, yeah. right, that's fuck. the first thing I thought. Right, right now. like quarter. Like, damn, so fuck. Man, all right, all right. I got to move differently. Hey, man. Now. Hey, <laughs> let, let me tell you about this great business idea. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even got that. Just let me hold a dollar. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. So like, hey, he wants to take Joe Solis to lunch. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, now, now that I know I don't have to do that, I just want to talk to him. Hey, man, a sandwich always helps. A lot of these uh, regional guys sometimes complain about pay and shit. And yeah. I try and tell them, listen, man, like my goal is to get you to the bigger money right now. The money's not going to be big. Well, but if I can get you the right fights to keep you winning and push you to the next level, this is a small sacrifice for a fucking have reward, a bigger yeah, picture vision. I, I also think of it like this. If you're the hometown fighter guy and you're begging for more money, dude, like you should, you should sell more tickets. Yeah. Like that's that's. Like I, I hate like I, I hate bringing that I hate bringing yeah. that up. You're like, oh, well, man, I, I've said that before. On. You're gonna piss people off when you yeah. say that, but it's the truth. Yeah, it is the truth. It is I the truth. I feel like I'm pretty generous too on the ticket. You really are. You yeah, really no, are. like you get someone. Man, how how many shit, how many people did Jacob Silva would bring? Yeah, Jacob Silva would bring a lot. Right. 
how much would Mike Trin bring? Like uh, Mike Trin would fucking right. sell out his like sell out the yeah, whole arena himself if he could. So let's get Mike on this podcast. We should. Oh yeah. man. He's, he's like, he wrestled location, an alligator. Yeah, he's slaying everybody's Thea. You know what I mean? Talking Mike Trin about. Yeah, he's fucking Louis Vuitton out. I know, dude. Fucking head to two locations in, man. He's got like you know two locations. I don't know if you heard, man. He's the Vietnamese crocodile Dundee out here, bro. Right? I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. No. So like. It's just like, like you you, on the region at least at, on the regional end. Like, if you're not selling any tickets, what's the purpose of trying to bring? I'm, I'm a good cash? fighter, yeah. man. I'm a great fighter. I'm yeah, a good that, fighter. Like, you, that's what you're here. I'm, yeah. I'm the best. I'm the best. Okay, but do you put asses in seats? Who wants to see you fight? Who wants to see you be the best? Oh, if it's, if it's not that many people, well, are you really the yeah. best? You, I was really high on on Jacob too. Like that, uh, he fought Christian Lira. I think it knocked Lyra out, and then the next morning, Mick called me. I was—I I don't know where I was going to, but I saw Mick's number come up across my Bluetooth, and I answered it, and he's like, Probably hey. Mojo's. Maybe. He's like, hey, um, you know Mojo's? <laughs> we should. I'm a couple howlers in. Mojo sounds like a we better idea. It sounds like a better idea now um, than it did before we started. So, anyway, he called me, and he's like, hey, I got a contender series spot for Jacob. I was like, oh, okay. He's like, do you want to call him and tell him or you want me to call him and tell him? I said, let me call Saul first. And I called Saul and then I told Mick, hey, I just called Saul. You you can call Saul now, Mick, and then y'all can figure out how to tell See, him. this is how the, the yeah. news gets broken, man. There's like this whole thing, yeah. the whole network behind the scenes going, but it was, who gets to tell him? You want to yeah. do it? You want me to do it? But it was right after that uh, fight with Christian Lira. Yeah. Did Jacob go to contenders before you? Uh, he went right after me. Right after you. Okay. Right yeah, after I, me. I, I thought he went before him. So I, I, kicked, right I kicked. I kicked. I it off, and then the two weeks later, it was. Uh, it was Jacob. Then two weeks later, it was Leo. Okay. So like we, so they just gave Saul like a penthouse for a couple of weeks and yeah. let him stay there. But all like these guys were going. The, my first thought in my mind was like, "Fuck yeah, Jacob's going." I never yeah. thought like, "Damn." I'm yeah, not nah, yeah. yeah. See, that's yeah. nobody. I didn't get fuck like because that's the goal, and that's what makes you a successful businessman in this industry is because you provide a valuable service. Now if they call me Nashville's camera, I'd be like, nah, don't <laughs> take yeah. that's my guy. Don't take yeah. that camera. Nah, he, he's selling most of my tickets right now. Hey, <laughs> don't take them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but man, fuck. Like they I call me immediately. They call. Gonna, <laughs> hey, what, what, what's your schedule like for later this week? Here, we're gonna have to do another podcast for like these other shows. Mm. Oh. I know we got a lot. It's of all good. It's all good. So I'm having a great time chatting. You've been in the UFC how many years? Two, three? Yeah, two. Two so, years in the UFC. Two years in the UFC. Got five fights in. Shoot, man. Quarter of a million dollars deep. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's yeah. just bonuses. Yeah, that's and, and that's just bonuses. That's, that's you know aside from the fight. Hey, we're gonna bring Adrian back next year, and he's gonna be a mill and a half. Yeah. Inch. Hey, he's got a belt with him too, I think. Man, yeah, I agree. Yeah, first off, first off, don't be counting my pockets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. Oh, hey, man. Cam was counting for us. That's the only reason I know. Okay, I can't. He's, he's the first one right there. <laughs> he's seen me sign off my check. I'm like, all right, all right. Yeah, hey, man. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, man, that's, good, that's goals, man. No, yeah. That's, so for you, how does it feel knowing that this dude's in the UFC and he's like one of your main training partners? Oh, man, it fucking makes me sick. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no. He's, he's full of shit. If anything, I think it, it shows you that it's achievable. Did you yeah, do it? No, you know? I, I came to Metro because I saw him on TV. Like, 
he like he's been he's been the goal like or not the goal he's been he's been like a motivating factor. I know what you mean. Yeah, and and but uh, yeah, no, it's it's super it's super uh, motivating. We have some knee pads, you know. <laughs> you know oh, no, I don't need them. I'm a professional. <laughs> I, I, get, I can hold a squat for thirty minutes. Oh, Baby face. No, <laughs> but no, yeah, it's super motivating. Um, seeing seeing it right there, like like I've been there since. Since he was fighting in Fury, it's like right. he saw he, he saw like I think he was there for my last loss, and he saw. Mm, the, the I came change. right when uh right right for the Miles camp. He saw yeah. him come up. Yeah, no, he he saw me at my worst moment, and then saw what I could do afterwards, and then also too, even just with uh like a loss doesn't necessarily define you either. You know, no, that's how you come back from. I, I told I told him all the time I have three before I got there. He's like I have three. Same. Yeah. yeah so he's, and then yeah, and then on top of that, like I. I, I told him, I told him I wanted him to come corner me for my first UFC fight, and took him out there with me. And I just like on the way over there, he's just like, he's like, man, like, hey, thank you, thank you for bringing me out. And like, bro, like I, I never had anybody do that for like be able to do that for me. No, he's I like, I want you to show you that it's it's here. Like, I want you to see like when you get here, it's not something unfamiliar. You know what it's like to be here, right. you know. And you be there that's a, year, such right? a smart thing to do, God, man. Damn, right. Just give me a shot. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm about to be your biggest dick right now. <laughs> I'm like, Eric Garcia is the fucking man. Look what he got me. Oh, Just give me a shot. Yeah. So I don't like I don't really remember the timeline. Saul got to see you fight your first fight in UFC. First fight in UFC, second fight. And you we're fought without him on one of those. We no my my my, my third it was my leading up to my third fight in the UFC. Uh, in the middle of that training camp, that's when he got he started getting sick. And that's was that. That was a Randy Costa yeah. fight. Okay, that that was a Randy Costa fight. Not not saying that's the blame for like how like that performance. It certainly started. affected your mindset. Yeah, because I remember just being back there and like it was it was just weird because he fought he was fighting the day after. Yeah, uh, yeah. He fought the so day after. He called. I talked to Saul while he was in the hospital, and he said, "I was asking him, man, how are you doing?" And he's like, "Not good." Yeah, he's like, I'm not doing good, but don't tell Giannis shit. Don't tell Cam shit. I know Giannis fights tonight, and Cam fights tomorrow. I'm not gonna be there for neither one, but they'll be there for each other. He's like, so just make sure, like, do me a favor and just make sure that nobody fucks them around and that they get wrapped up and all their shit gets done. And I was like, fuck, man. I was like, so he sounded normal though. Yeah. And I was just like, okay. So I figured he'd be there a couple more days. And then the news broke like a, week, a few days later. I and couldn't I was like, fucking believe that, dude. You fucking kidding yeah. me? I just talked if, to I, him. If I didn't have a little bit of howler in me, dude, I, I probably wouldn't be able to keep it together right now. I, I, was, I, I was so Christ, sad and upset whenever whenever the news broke. That, that, I couldn't that believe it. That whole fucked us up. Yeah, it really I, I'm sure. Up, I can only imagine how it affected you I'm, guys, man. Yeah. I, 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 I cried at my desk at work, man. Yeah. I'm surprised we were. I'm surprised. Like what we went through as like a whole team, like I'm surprised we stuck through that. Of course, there's like a couple stragglers here and there that, uh, like, at first it was a different it was a different tune whenever everything happened. But now you kind of see the true colors mm-hmm. and all. Like yeah, and who's then here and who's not yeah, here. and like I'm like bro, like we're like we're all here to uplift each other. We like Saul's message and like what he always told us was like we stuck behind that, we stayed true to it, and then like it. The people who did stick true to it, you know, you're still there. I remember a lot of conversations with Saul and, like, he'd be like, oh, dude, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck that pussy. He's a piece uh, of shit. Yeah. 
Fuck that guy. Yeah, that fucking <laughs> cocksucker. Yeah, man. Saul, Saul Solis was always He's good for shit. a soundbite. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, he was fucking four ten. Awesome, when I would see his man. number come through, I don't give a fuck where I was. Yeah, you know, it could be midnight. I'd act like I was at my desk doing work. <laughs> yeah, and he just about the fights, about this and that, and he'd be like, "Hey, did the guy accept the fight with my guy?" And they shut it down. What a fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> He's a piece of shit, yeah. man. Man. So, like, you you have taken on basically, like, the head coach's role there at Metro? I, I, I wouldn't say. Yes. Fuck. <laughs> he, I wouldn't like, say, like, but, like, I mean, I, I, he's the most senior guy there, it, probably. It's, so. it's, like, I, I, whenever I'm there, I run the classes. I make sure that they're, like, the fight the fighters. or Like, I make sure that everybody's doing their shit and we add on whatever shit we can. But, uh like, yeah, like I, I've honestly taken a little bit more of a step back because I'm like, bro, this shit gets way too stressful at times. So I'm like, yeah. man, like I get, like I started getting into that position where I started caring. Not well, of course, I care a lot. Yeah, but too but much. like, yeah, you, you emotionally this, invest in these guys. Yeah, and they don't. They and if don't they, care and if they're not, yeah, if, if they're not living up to the potential that oh, you see in them, bro. it pisses you off. Yeah, it's like, dude, one hundred percent. Why can't you show get, up? If you Just get here, up. yeah. If you get here, I can see I, you going. There. Oh, uh, I'll, 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 like, I'll talk about this one just because, like, it was so, like, like, I like where his head's at now. Is, uh, I remember Justice, like, he was one of those guys who would, like, show up maybe five weeks out from his fight and only show up to train for his fight. Yeah. And I was just like, like, I would get pissed off. And, like, honestly, that shit, like, would bug the shit out. I remember talking, driving home, like, man, like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, he expects all of us to help him out, but he doesn't even show up, like, only shows up for himself. I'm like, bro, no. But I remember after his last fight with uh, Eric, you know, which was a really good, great fight. I remember. He had a great record. Yeah. I, I yeah. remember. I remember just talking to him. I was like, bro, like, did, you have the opportunity to change your life. Why are you not taking this as seriously as you should? justice. Man, he's I like 20, 24. He's 20, really young. Yeah. He's really young. Well, like, and and I think that I think that plays a part in it. Is yeah. that, that young, youthful mindset you think you have forever? Well, here's the thing. I, I laid <laughs> to out. To an extent. I laid out like I laid out the numbers like that I was pulling in at the time and telling him I was like, bro, financial numbers, yeah, financial numbers. I was like, bro, like you can change like your life. Like, how many kids you got? Two. I was like, do you not want them to have a better life? This is this is like are you like I told him I was like, bro, I don't and, and, I don't. And your have time to. in this fight game is really so short in the grand mm-hmm. scheme of things. Like over the course of your life, you got to take advantage of this window oh, that you 100%, have. One hundred percent. Because I was telling him, I was like, bro, look, look, if I wanted to. I could sit out for a year yeah. and not have to worry about shit. You pretty much had to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I don't, have, I don't, I don't have to worry about shit. I was like, game. I it just really don't want to sit on this. I know I want to do much more. I was like, that's why I'm in the gym, dude. I'm helping my my training partners right now. I have nothing booked, nothing lined up, but I'm still there helping my training partner Rafian. I'm there. I get, I'm giving him looks, and I'm like, I don't want to fucking give him a look because I don't want to get my ass kicked. I'm like, I don't want to do that shit. No. So like. <laughs> Yeah, like I and I let him know, and then I saw like after that that fight, I saw a flip, I saw a switch, and I was like, "So he's oh, in shit. there, he's in there, yeah, so he's I can in call there." Justice yeah. on two weeks notice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You could, you definitely could. It's yeah. been a while since he fought for us. What was the last card he fought on? Mercado was his last fight. That okay. was uh, was it eight fourteen maybe? It so might have been August. It, it, yeah. it uh, escapade. It was, it was mm-hmm. a few months ago. He fought Mercado. He, he should be ready. I got him set for January. 
There we go. We just got to so, lock yeah. in the right guy. For, yeah. Like, yeah. He's going to headline that Challenger Series. See, card. and that's not, I he's feel like that's, 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 that's a per, that's, it's honestly perfect for him too. Cause he's like five and oh, right? He's five, five and five and oh gets one more, so, one more. Talking about that list you have earlier. I, yeah, I know see, he is. I know see, he is. We've like, talked about doing him. a lot of corners. See, and that's, and that's, that's also the thing too. It's like, man, like I like my trips to Vegas too, my guys. Like, man. So, but, uh, but yeah, I'm, Hey, that's also one of the things that I try to preach to these guys. Like, look, you got to you got to be professional. You got to make weight, and also too, you got to be stra- uh, stay training all the time. I remember whenever I was getting my shot into the contenders, like they changed my work schedule from like from like uh, eight a.m. to five p.m. to now to like to getting at uh, six thirty to five thirty and training. He knows training oh, started man. at six. Yeah. I'm in debt. That's my schedule, man. I plumb my bank. I was, I was, who I am. I was, I was in. Uh, I'm in. I was working in Deer Park, coming all the way to the Heights. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, and like in five thirty. Rush hour traffic, two twenty five. Uh, you already know where those. God, I hate traffic. Yeah, well, I yeah, made it on time every day, dude. Wrapped, ready to go. Every <laughs> like I was time, wrapping man. my hands in traffic. Like I like I don't think these people understand like what like what. Could you imagine I, if you honked a horn at him? Like I, like I'm wrapping my hands, guys. Like like wait, Let's what? Go. Like you fucking kidding me right now? Breaking like, all types of laws. Yeah. No, I really was. I was a de- I was being a degenerate driver. So that was before the UFC, or after. That was on my way to like that was my contender shot. Okay. That that was my contender shot. That's and then, how bad he wanted it, man. Yeah, yeah it, wrapping his hands in traffic. That's what separates the men from the boys. Woo! And, and see, and, <laughs> look, and here, here's the thing too. Also, like you, you can see it. You can see it in a lot of these guys. Like I, like I know because he's here. Like it's easy just for me to be like, oh, okay. But no, Cameron f- fights Sunday. He's back in the gym that Monday. Yeah, and like it's, it's not. Monday it's not, morning. It's not. It's there's no ifs no ands or buts about it. Because it's just another day at the office, right? It is. You see, it feels it, like sparring. And a lot of people don't have like I like I'm giving this guy a lot of praise, even though I don't want to, and I'm gonna hear it on later. Like <laughs> I don't want right to, but it's, oh, no. But he's a uh, that that guy is working hard. Like and also like there's like a trio of us, like me, Rafian, Cameron. We train consistently with each other, and we kind of hold each other accountable. Like. Like Rafion's on on his way in Bellator, about to win the million dollar tournament. Like he's on his way, and he's seeing this. Then he's also seeing me in the UFC, so he's working hard. He's trying to get to that position where he's where he's in, doing that. And also too, fuck, we got a guy who were like we're piecing up when he first got here. Now he's just catching up to us, and that's because he's not taking no fucking breaks. He's not going off like taking months off from a fight and uh, then coming pro. back in. Yeah, pro, yeah. No, oh, you're talking about him? Yeah, talking about him. Yeah, he's coming in. I get my ass beat up. I talk talk shit to Nathan. He's an amateur. Like, right after his last fight, his last loss, I was like, you know you could have fucking beat that guy, right? Like, you came in. How how many times did you even train for that fight? And he was like, oh, I know. I was like, and you missed weight, too. Like, I like uh, here, like, uh, you know what guys you can be super honest with? And and Nathan's one of those guys I can be super honest with. And he came in. You're fat. He came in so fucking sloppy. I was like, what the fuck, bro? And he came in. This next fight camp, he showed up every day doing two a days. And he just came in and just was like, yeah, fuck That's another super critical aspect of the fight game. You have to be able to take that kind of criticism because it's coaching. There's a lot of people that are like, fuck this. If you can't hear that without getting so upset that it fucks you up, then, I mean, 
I, I don't I yeah. hate to say it, but maybe this isn't for you mm-hmm. because you have to be able to hear that from somebody like Adrian Yanez. It can't offend you to the point where you're like, oh, see, fuck you, Adrian Yanez. Yeah. <laughs> I was fine. Yeah, and, no, and that offended me. Yeah, see, and, and that's also like, uh, I've, I've, I know even just with like taking on like the, like more of a head on role, like at the gym, like there's some people that would be like, at the time, we're like, <laughs> No, nah, like I'm not fucking listening to this guy. I'm like, bro, like, all right, cool. You can, yeah, yeah. You don't have to. I like, I'm like, cool. That's exactly yeah, that's what exactly, I. Got. No, that's exactly, I'll bet. bro. I'll bet. I'll bet. Do, do you know how many like? Do you know how many times like we've gotten that? Like, because he like as much as I say I want to say I took on the head on roll. He's he's a significant part of this. Like he's kept like whenever I'm not there, he's kept it running. It, it would have to take a team. It would have to take it's, a family to to carry on. Oh, one hundred percent. And like it's it's. And it's super weird because even like uh, he he'll tell you all the time. He, he told like what Saul would tell him all the time that Saul would always be like, one day you and Adrian gonna be running mm-hmm. be running your own crew, and we're I'm just like, like nah, no, nah. Nah. Like, nah, bro, nah, like, trust nah. Me. like nah, especially like we we expected it like not man, anytime like, soon. Yeah, we we're expecting Saul. Like, yeah, be like 10, 15 yeah, years down the yeah, road. Like, yeah, you're out of the UFC. Hey, it was it was, it was like it was so fucking it was so fucking weird because even like like. Even now, we're just like, ain't that fucking weird? It's fucking weird. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. I can imagine. So yeah, it, it, it at times it definitely is hard. But now that we got like more newer guys coming in, like, uh, it's so crazy because, like, whenever we get a new person that comes in, they listen wholeheartedly mm-hmm. to what you say, except for the people that saw you come up. Like, it's yeah. it's that weird. It's that weird effect. Yeah. I don't want to take. I don't want to take advice from a guy who I've been training with for a very long time. I exactly. can't do that. Yeah, so it's like that's a very short sighted mindset. To have, yeah, I think my personal. And see, opinion. and like it's it's also too like I shoot. There's a lot of times where I ask, I talk to Cameron like, and Cameron's been in it way like way less like time wise, a lot less time in the game than I have. And I still, That's we he's still, like, you know, a lot younger than you. He's like yeah, twelve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we talk about fights and we, like we break down. Like and we used to, like, I got my first pube yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. Congratulations, <laughs> hey man! Did you know about Manscaped? Nah, you're, I didn't. Gonna, you're gonna have to shave that. Uh, no yeah, way. Yeah, you're you're sponsored gonna... by Manscaped. I was at one. They sent me the lawnmower for let him borrow. Yeah, yeah, let him borrow your lawnmower. I mean, I only got Adrian one. Use yeah, it. He's a man. Yeah, I only got one pube, so. Yeah, you gotta just gotta plug. I'm trying it. to be more aerodynamic. <laughs> just plug it. Is it's it supposed to itch like the this? man plucker? Sure. <laughs> He's gonna nary. <laughs> Anyways, sorry, I didn't mean to distract you. Oh, ahead. no worries. No worries. <laughs> I, 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 I done, had to bust Cam's I, 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 I done yeah. already forgot. Like, I'm just thinking now. Like, wait, wait. He only has one? Yeah, just one. Just one? Aesthetically, how's that? Like, where where is it located? Yeah, it's like right in the middle. It curls. Would you say that um, (laughs) having a manager at the on the regional level helped you push yourself, like get pushed into the UFC? I'll say like this: I got my manager like a fight or two before (laughs) I got. Like, I had no man. My manager was Saul. Right. My manager was Saul. Like he was my coach, he was my manager. And then uh Jason came in right after that LFA fight with Carlos Strada and we booked the Ricky Tercios fight and then after that that's how we like like it, it, it also depends on who you have and who you're with. Right. Like Jason is one of those solid guys who's gonna look out look out for you every single time and like he's done me no wrong as like at all. Like he's been great whenever to work with on our if, if you're on well. his team, dude, he like, he's 100 percent devoted to you. You know, he's yeah. the type of manager that will say, "I mean, I want what's best for the fighter." So he's probably one of the only, if not one of the two or three, that will allow 
his Iridium guys to fight. Yeah. Like, on a card. Like, he'll put fighter A versus fighter. He manages them both. And there's a lot of managers that won't do that. I've yeah. seen Jason, like, and, and you have too, obviously. But, I mean, he'll he'll be at, you know, Vegas, UFC one night, and then he's like – the next okay, morning yeah. at a Fury show, yeah. back in the locker room with you know somebody like Cam Smotherman or, or whoever, yeah. you know he he he's a hundred percent committed to whoever's on his roster. Every he's not going to be like, oh, I was in the UFC last night with this guy. You're going to deal with my you know my colleague or, or something. You know he's have somebody assistant or whatever. He he's there for his guys. I'll say that about Jason House. You know he's very committed. Yeah. To his Every guys. single time I fought, Jason has managed to call me and give me a conversation or whenever whenever I reach out to him like, as busy as he is he always has time yeah. Yeah. For, for a conversation or whatever I need so. you, you know it really spoke volumes to me whenever I was talking to him is like because I was asking him about like a lot of stuff like man he has so many guys and he's like he's not worried about a Brandon Moreno like he's, he's of course he's worried about them but he's not worried about them when they fight he's like bro like I know win or lose he's he's okay it's these guys that are coming up, like, mm-hmm. on the beginning of the car. It's like, man, fuck. Like, I know this guy's story. Like, man, if he doesn't win this fight, oh, my God. He's fucking cut. He, he doesn't cares, hate you. Yeah, he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, so he's like, yeah, no, like, the guys, main card guys, he's like, I know financially they're going to be good. He's like, so, like, these main card guys, like, these uh, prelim fighters that are coming in, he's like, yeah. Like, no, I worry a lot more about them at times because, man, sometimes they got some shit that they – they need this fight is like is what is a make or break for them. So he's like stressing out so much for them. But you know, not it's not to say he doesn't care about the main card fighters. He he really does. Oh, of but, course, yeah. But he like, cares it, about all his guys. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like, just like after that conversation I had with him like that, he was, I was like, oh okay, like all right, shit, like prelim fight. Like a lot of these a lot of these uh, managers are really like, oh my god, like the top guy, top guy heavy, first guy heavy. I'm only going to get this guy because I know this guy, I can feed this guy, this guy, this guy to them and get them to the top so easy. Instead of like Jason is taking like every, like taking a lot of fighters that a lot of people have given up on. Like shoot, Brandon Moreno was one of those guys that a lot of people gave up on him. Jason took the chance on him and brought, brought him up, man. It was, he provides a valuable yeah. service to his client base. He, 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 fucking, he signed me off of a loss. He, he was trying to oh, sign me man. before my first loss. And then I was like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. And then I lost. And he was like, look, man, I don't – one loss doesn't define you, whatever. Like, I still I still want you. You're still valuable. And uh, and I was like, okay. Even even in, even in a loss, he still wants me. I'm like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that guy. Shit, it's because Eric stuck his neck out for you, man. We're fucking glad you stopped by in the studio, man. We're yeah, man, it's been great. You made me you guys. as a regional promoter that had you on a few cards proud as fuck. I know Mick is super happy that you came up. That oh yeah, you're red here in Houston, man. We love you. We're excited for your future. We think you're going to be a champ. See, and I I, wait. I had to I had to always give back like and say, man, if it wasn't for like. If it wasn't for people like you and Mick, I wouldn't be in the position I am today. Like, I, I, I'm never like, I can't take that away. Like, I'll never be able to like, no, because if I didn't fight in y'all's regional scene and like the promotion that y'all that y'all had, then oh, legacy and a fury. If I didn't fight for either one of those, I probably wouldn't be in the position I am today. Because both of y'all set me up for success. Like, not saying like the fights were set up, but the you put the platform up there for me for me to like. Go out there and perform, and they y'all give you the opportunity to do it. Yeah, and I'm super, I'm super grateful. I, I, I'm, you'll never catch me say any bad thing live on air. <laughs> <laughs> I get a call. I get a call. Wait, what the fuck? 
Eric, what the fuck, bro? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you. But, uh, Thanks for coming yeah. in, man. Yeah, we appreciate Obviously, guys, man. Hollerhead Whiskey powered this podcast. In us. Space City Collective, shout out. We didn't, we didn't get much of a mention in for yeah. our, our boys. Yeah, Space, Space City Collective. City. I got the kicks on, <laughs> though, always man. Around. I, we, I, got, I, we got a lot to talk about coming up on another yeah, one. We'll, we'll uh, come up again week. maybe later this we week, try to record another one. Yeah, man. Yeah, nah, he's like over here. Idea. He's over here putting his head against my shoulder, man. Damn, bro. Like, but also, hey, Hollerhead, like, hook me up with something else because I wore this sweatshirt and it's hot as shit in here. <laughs> it's a Hollerhead. It's Hollerhead. All right, guys. I just want to want to throw that out there. I'm sweating my balls off. Hey, right guys. Now. <laughs> hey, I think the time for talk is over. This has been Fury Unleashed. Mm-hmm.